Oh boy, oh boy, we back two weeks in a row. That's what I'm talking about. Consistency, my brother, the real the way Allen. How y'all feeling? Not bad. It's cold outside, but you know, making it happen. Yeah, man. Um, one thing is uh let's see, we've been doing this about what 11 years, going on 11 years. You know, I had to rock the 10th anniversary shirt, just came in the mail. Uh but it came out great. Look at that, it's nice and red. Show that in the camera. Hey, Look at that. Hey, hey man, shout out to you as always for the designs. Uh to get your teammates that can do it all. But um, you know, you've always been the real Dwayne Allen. If you go back in the archives, you can see I had a name change, sorta. But uh somebody else had a name change this past week. Uh, you know, um, as of now, his name is Gunther. His name is Walter, god dang it. Houston, we have a problem. Yes! You know, I, 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 we got to get Brother Hugh. You know, he's a dancing machine. I, I, I put him up against anybody. Um, I've seen it in person. I've seen him in plenty of contests mm-hmm. the, yep, the, yep. at parties or the Orioles game. We got to get him to do the Be More two-step to the uh, intro. Maybe the next intro. He he could be in the video. You know how they, you know how shows do like those. You know how videos be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, I can see <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah man so uh i feel like yeah, i feel yeah. like you i feel like you like to do the be more two-step like in your seat as you listen to the song that's the vibe <laughs> of your and, and if i was a if i was a guest here you probably like, you know what you know who look good doing this on camera and you talk about brother hugh that's just me yeah he, he could do it better than me because uh uh but yeah man um yeah new name change for the former nxt uk champion somebody who i want to see wrestle like some big matches on the main roster on nxt 2.0 i don't care uh he hasn't had a bad match but uh you said you're gonna still call him walter today so i guess his name is walter it's going to be walter the fans are going to cause an uproar like they did with the viking raiders his name is going to be walter hey man it was still they still had raiders but you know it was the bike experience (laughs) they really called them the viking like nah no, so I never forget. I was listening to Conrad and Pritchard after that happened, right? And, mm-hmm. and Conrad said, "Look, I know we don't talk about current, current stuff. stuff. Yep. But what the heck is up with the Viking experience?" <laughs> and um, yeah, you, you think it's gonna be enough backlash, huh? I hope so. You know, you mm-hmm. you, you never know, but I, I hope it's enough. Like, come on now, if certain things, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Okay. Yeah. Like, he don't need a fresh coat of paint on him. He's Walter. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen him in the NXT that much. You know, we, we, we see him at takeovers, you know, every once in a while. And we yeah. saw him on NXT UK. You don't need to change his name. Him being mm-hmm. there by itself full-time is already special. Right. 
<laughs> certain things you just don't need to change. That's just stupid. <laughs> stupid. I feel like an angry rant. This is like the Not season this. one. Listen to me. I'm 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 always one for trying to go beyond what I feel and go mm-hmm. beyond my personal opinion. That's what we do on the show. It's not just about what we like. We don't not columnist, right? Mm-hmm. But certain things are just like, nah, bro, we ain't doing that. That's one of the things we ain't doing. That's just stupid. Don't mess up a good thing. His name is Walter. I think I, I think the funniest thing is uh uh-huh. somebody, you know, everybody's tripping over the name change, but then somebody pulled up an old Twitter Chris Jericho that said Walter's got to be the dumbest name in the wrestling. <laughs> and it was it was it was it was obviously an old tweet, but Still, yeah. I'm no. I'm used to calling him Walter. His name is Walter. That's how I say it to myself. <laughs> Therefore, I don't know why. I just when I see him like that, I just in my mind, I I, I picture him saying that, even though he doesn't even talk like that. His name is thing. Walter. They better, they better not change their music. I I haven't even got to that part yet. Like I don't even like I'm I'm still living over the stupid name change. Like. I'm not even like like I'm, what I'm saying is I'm not even focused on the music. Forget the music. I don't give a crap mm-hmm. about the music at this point. Let's start with the name first. That's stupid. <laughs> don't change it. That's dumb. Like I, I gotta mm-hmm. go to Ringside Collectibles and I gotta get my Walter exclusive Ringside Collectibles action figure before they start changing his name and putting it on on, on merchandise. That's got to be the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it message to the madness and they may have a plan. All that good stuff. That's fine. I can admit all that good stuff. Whatever. 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 I don't care. His name is Walter. We just we just got him full time to the states, and then y'all just taking away it all. Like, come on now, cut it out. It's not necessary. That, that's it. That's the name of the show. There you go. Bam. See how we just do that? <laughs> we that's, that's that's the magic of what we do. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I was thinking of that. I said, God dang it, we record on Thursday. All falls to me. Um, <laughs> that means we coming out on Black Friday. Now you might say, "What Black Friday?" Black Friday, folks, is the day that all the black is really every Friday. That's when all the black wrestling podcasts come out. Oh, had no idea. <laughs> Shout out to the homies, man. Shout out to the homies. <laughs> man, we gonna invade, you know, we gonna come in that rotation. But it was just funny. I was just thinking, like, hey, Ryan, you look like <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh crap! What happened? All right, so one of us is having bad audio. It's probably me. It's right, definitely yeah, you. Yeah. What'd you say? I I was having a whole conversation. I said we about six minutes and forty three seconds into it, and Brian is already having technical issues with the bad audio. I kept the fans entertained while you were gone. <laughs> tell you the truth, but yeah, man. All right, let's let's hope this gets together. It, it, it ain't raining outside or snowing. I. Devil want to be busy. You want to be real busy today. Just having one of those days, but it's okay because the macho realness is always here to chip in the <laughs> yeah, dig it. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think you know, obviously, a lot of people are upset. I, I my thing is always if you was gonna change it, why didn't you just change it in the beginning? Don't get us used to this guy. Like you said, he coming to you know, coming to the state, don't get us used to this guy. Wow, we you were, I hope we weren't talking at the same time because you were talking and you blacked out. And I was talking about the Elimination Chamber episode from the Ruthless Aggression show. <laughs> so this is going to be fun as this edit as this edited. We're going to see who who went out, and who didn't. Yeah, <laughs> but, but 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 you you were saying something, so we'll pick up where you left off. But I was just letting the fans know that's what I'm watching currently as we do this as we do the show. I'm watching that episode. 
It's on oh, mute, so you oh, can't yeah. hear it. But I'm it's 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 putting my mind in the right place it needs to be. And I'm just talking about watching? the uh what ruthless aggression series on uh, on oh, the network. Okay. It's the episode oh. about about new innovations that they talking about like the the elimination chamber and the uh, money in the bank ladder mm-hmm. match stuff like that. So it's taking me back. So I'm enjoying it. It's putting me in the right mindset to talk the little wrestling gear. <laughs> I don't. I don't know yeah. if I made that clear, but it's going to be a whole lot of macho realness in 2022. Yeah, hey, I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad oh, at okay. you. Like I just want to make it like. Let me make it very clear to macho realness is going to appear whenever he wants to. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but I was basically saying like if they was going to change Walter's name, why didn't they mm-hmm. do it right away? You no, know? it's just they're stupid. I don't. I, I listen. There's a lot going on right now, I, and and I try to stay out of it as a fan because they don't have nothing to do with me. But it has mm-hmm. something to do with me when you change somebody's name. I like, come on, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Walter. His name is Walter. And then all of a sudden, you change his name. Like, nah, you you ain't changing nothing. I'm not with that. Hopefully, the fans uproar. Like, like I want him to go to the events and everybody just start chanting Walter. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not letting it go. And and I'm I'm hoping that it's enough outcry. If there's a particular reason why they want to do this, that's going to lead to something. Okay, sure. Even then, I, I'm not a fan of it. Don't, I'm not condoning it by any means. And then you pick an offensive name? Mm-hmm. Like, come on, bro. That's just negligent. <sighs> like, like you, yeah. you, you, you stop other things a part of your brand, but you don't pay enough attention to sit there and associate that type of name with one of your characters? Come on now. That's irresponsible. Mm-hmm. Do better, WWE, for goodness sake. Yeah, you're changing <laughs> everything, and we're trying to get used to the changes, us older guys. Trying to get used to it, but hey, listen, there's a line, and you guys are habitually stepping it. You guys have been habitual line crossers. Remember Charlie Murphy today? He crossed the line habitually. He's a habitual <laughs> line stepper. Uh-huh. That's what I'm feeling right now from WWE. Like, listen, I right, listen, man, listen. I'm trying to go along with this. You ain't making it easy for your boy. So his name is Walter. <laughs> well, his name is Walter. I think I, I, you know I'm gonna enter. Uh, I had to make a clip do a voiceover and get. We'll just have to wait and see, brother. We're just gonna have to wait and see, brother. Yeah, we we say that a lot, especially in the world of wrestling. We gotta wait and see. We gotta wait and see. We gotta wait and see. Just like I had to wait and see about Shawn Michaels coming back in those duty pants at Elimination Chamber. That was a terrible <laughs> idea. I I almost didn't like that match because of that. And even then, I, I did not celebrate him winning that title until he changed his outfit. That's Sorry. the worst part. The fact that. He ruined that yeah. moment by, by wearing that gear. Like, if he had some yeah. original Shawn Michaels gear, that moment probably would have been my, one of my favorite all-time Shawn Michaels matches and moments. Like, I, mm-hmm. the match was really, really good, and yet I neglected because of his doo-doo pants. Has anybody ever asked him about that on record? They did. They, they talk about it on one of his DVDs. Okay. What did he you say? Because I forgot. They said, they said he got to the locker room, and, you know, Shawn had just got back, and everybody's so happy to see him in his new attitude, and they knew what they were doing with him, trying to get him going again. It's, you know, one of the top guys. And he, mm-hmm. you know, they say he pulled out the side. He's like, "Hey, man, what do you guys think about my gear?" And, they, and you know, Triple H and all of them like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, that's 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 cool, sure, man, yeah." They were, you know, trying to be polite, be nice since it was his first day back. But they were all looking at him like, "Oh gosh, he's gonna wear those duty pants." <laughs> Shawn Michaels was trying to show everyone that he changed so much that he went out his way to change his gear. And I was like, Shawn Michaels, we know you've changed. You don't got to change that part of who you are. Just be be Shawn Michaels of old. Two things he shouldn't have changed: his gear scheme. Or gear colorways and his music. Now, 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 see, now I'm gonna tell you the match that I know we're getting off subject, but who cares? It's our show. The match mm-hmm. I do love 
is the Elimination Chamber match they had at SummerSlam with Goldberg and Randy Orton and Jericho because he mm-hmm. had the right pants on. That's <laughs> he, he he actually wore one of my, if not my favorite, Shawn Michaels attire in that match. So I always enjoyed that match. And, and the crazy part is, that's one of the matches I don't like Triple H because Triple H had that groin injury. He had he had those compression shorts on. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you know, you know, and I, when I was younger, I did I was like, why has he got them shorts on? You know, it wasn't until got older and you know found, you know, listened to the documentaries and stuff. You know, he was having groin issues and stuff like that. But um, I didn't hate he, that gear. I understand I, why you didn't like it, but I didn't never, hate it compared to doo-doo pants. Well, nothing compares to doo-doo pants. You know, you know, during that time, you know, I, I was mm-hmm. never I love change now, but back then I was really like, nope, don't change nothing. Right. Everybody knew I, back in those days. Like now, I'm older now. I'm like, no, I I want right. change so, every day. How, how did you feel when Triple H went to the shorts? What do you mean the shorts? Remember, like he you, was, you know, from, the pants to the shorts, the the, the tights. You oh, know, you mean from? Well, oh no, I I was livid about that too. I didn't like Triple H for like ten years <laughs> after that. I lied to you, lie. I'm not exaggerating. I swear to goodness, like. From ninety late ninety eight ninety nine, whenever that shift was, you know he was kind of right okay, sure. Before King of the Ring, from ninety nine to about two thousand and five, I was not a Triple H fan. Mm-hmm. When did he? When did he win? What? 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 WrestleMania? What year was WrestleMania twenty five? Two thousand nine. Okay, yeah, that was around the time I started like Triple H again, like two thousand nine ish, and I was like, I, 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 I stopped like being petty. Match. I mean, well, it. It's one of the ah. Uh, once again, even you, I tried. I tried it watching it without thinking about the whole show, right? And just still, because obviously it was hard to get into it because we had just went through the motions of Sean and Taker. It's a little middle. stale. It's a little stale. Just like just yeah. like Roman Reigns versus Triple H for the WWE Championship. Oh, that was no, nah, yeah, that was bad. I felt like uh, Triple H was in that match by himself. Like he was like like Roman didn't know how to do it. Then Roman now probably oh, but Roman then. Could you imagine that match now? Now it it would it would have so much more drama to it because Triple H is a the older the older the experienced wrestlers get the more dramatic they are in the ring because they just know it they know the business to that degree they know how to take their time they know how to generate um, you know expressions they know how to kind of pull you into it with the little things the subtle nuances because Edge is a is a master at it now he's he's that guy now you know mm-hmm. but I, I watched triple h do a lot of those things in that match and roman just couldn't keep up with that not the athleticism or the actual match itself but it's those little things that adds the drama to the match that kind of pulls you in it makes you kind of feel what you're watching that's yeah. why that's why under undertaker versus Shawn michaels wrestlemania uh 25 nah, 25 and 26 are always stand out in people's minds because when you have two vets like that that know what they're doing they knew how to pull you in yeah. And, on, and only greats like Shawn Michaels and Triple H could have had two back-to-back WrestleMania matches like that and really told two different stories. Mm-hmm. So, but like I said, you know, I, you, I you brought up, um, you brought up SummerSlam, that uh-huh. Elimination Chamber match, and you know, yes, I got an Uncle Mike story. It's been ten years since he's been gone. I remember, oh, like I'm freezing I, on I me watched, again. I'm freezing still. I'm still freezing. You know what? Let's see. But but I guess we will find yeah. out. There Am we I go. Still freezing? No, you're in now. Don't worry. I kept the fans entertained. Go ahead. <laughs> so like I said, it brings up an Uncle Mike story, right? Okay. Um good old Uncle Mike stories. They, these never get yeah. Old. And, and what happened was we was watch he 
for some reason he like went to sleep the night before like on a pay-per-view live and i watched it um so the next morning i remember re-watching the tape with him right uh-huh. He on the phone, and you remember in the spot Goldberg just takes out everybody, right? Yes, yeah. And he goes, he whoever he's talking to, he's like, you know, talking about whatever. He looked at the, he's like, man, that Goldberg, he's a bad mother. Shut your mouth. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I just remember like enjoying that match, you know. And at the time, believe it or not, I was like rooting for Goldberg because you know we wanted to belt off of Triple H by right. any Absolutely. means necessary. And yeah. unfortunately, you know, Triple H found a way to win that one. But um, yeah, I didn't hate those tights. Now, like you said, the, um, I, I I just thought like, oh, this is pretty cool. You know, I even you know, I said if he had a groin injury, I wonder why he didn't just go back to the regular pants. You know, but I can understand why you you know you get mad with gear changes. But you know what though, I think that was a favor for a lot of people. Like that that you I've as as an action figure collector, it's been plenty of renditions of that version of Triple H. Over the really? years, from yes, from from Jack specific as well as Mattel, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, I must be in a minority about you know that particular gear, but it's like that's like a commem- a commemorated gear of Triple H's, like it's special because it was like it was kind of a one off, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it was that 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 Elimination Chamber match was the kind of was any any one, you know, he won the World Heavyweight Championship. That was the match that kind of solidified it. But like I've I've seen action figures made in that gear, and I was like, I remember seeing it, like, what the, like what's the deal? Like why are they but you know, I'm I'm in a minority when it comes to that. But yeah, true. I mean, I think once I kind of got over the fact, and I was like, you know what, Triple H is really that good. I think they what have happened Shawn Michaels was, doo-doo gear and action figures. I don't think they've ever, teased it. They teased I don't the short, think they've man. I don't think they've ever created any Shawn Michaels doo-doo gear action figure gear. Okay. I don't think anybody wants that. <laughs> it was that's it was just horrific to go from to go from what he was known for to that. Mm-hmm. It was like, come on! Now they did have gear, where you know, do you remember his gear that he wore like when he was back on back on Raw, and it wasn't really his. Okay, it was like he had like HBK going down the side of his pants, and then he had you know on the backside he had HBK, and I was like, come on, bro! Like I couldn't even watch him. I was like, I'm not watching this. <laughs> Barely. I didn't watch. I didn't watch no Shawn Michaels stuff until we went back to his old gear, and I was like, okay, cool. Now we got Shawn Michaels. <laughs> it, it definitely wasn't. That's that was like until like 2003 ish okay three or four ish whatever that's when i was like okay that's that's this is where i'm back on board with sean Michaels because i don't know who the other guy was <laughs> like i get oh, it man. man i appreciate it i appreciate it you got saved fell in love with jesus christ it's an amazing feeling trust me i know mm-hmm. but you don't your gear don't got nothing to do with that buddy <laughs> i support him i supported him brian h i did no but I was like, brother, come on, man. If you're gonna be Shawn Michaels, be Shawn Michaels. Uh-huh. So, now I, I will say that was around that, that shaky time where I really wasn't watching wrestling, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I was hoping he would be the reason I would get like my brother's watching. So like my brother would watch it, and I would you know pass by and I would look at stuff, and I it was slowly reeling me back in. But I was being stubborn and purposely protesting, like, oh, this is dumb. It's not what I wanted to be, so I'm not watching it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But slowly, but but I would you know stay longer and stay longer and stay longer before you know it. I'm watching the whole show and I was like, okay, I'm kind of getting into this. Don't and let then, them ruthless aggression babies tell you that. Man, <laughs> they oh yeah, they they think it's the greatest thing since uh since uh Hogan Andre WrestleMania three. I, I had no idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why I heard some I heard some Generation Y kids talking about some man wrestling phony now, man. I remember the days when Edge, Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero. I said, wait, 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 <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 
What are you talking about? That was not the great. That's not the golden age of professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. They like they look at me like what? What are you talking about? I'm like, oh, I get it now. Every generation is going to have their whatever whatever you associated with your childhood that made you great. That's 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 what's going. That's what it's going to be. You got to experience it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I, I and, and I and I really do that. Like, you think about it. When you, ex- it's one thing to watch professional wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. But it's one thing to experience professional wrestling. Like I said, I watched, I didn't experience wrestling in the late 80s and 90s. You and I are just a, probably a year, and a, a year and a half apart, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And yet you experienced Hulkamania on a level that I didn't. There's things that you remember vividly that me, that I remember as just me passing by. Simply because you were old enough to comprehend it, and me, I was just watching because my brother was watching it, was, and it was what it was. So, yeah. what, what you'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, 92 and this and that. And I'd be like, bro, I, I don't remember none of that. Like, I remember it, but I remember it as a four year old. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it's, it's, not the, it's not the same in regards to, you know, versus you, you know, you experience it with the pay per views and your mom and your grandmother mm-hmm. and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, you know, uh, shout out to Blue from the Mixed Tag Show watching on Twitch. Um, I was watching the Mid-South DVD with my older cousin. And uh, I bet you I went out again. <laughs> Uh-oh. I went out again, didn't I? Nah, you was, nah, you was good. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, But yeah, I was watching the Mid-South DVD with my cousin. And he's like showing me Mr. Wrestling 2 and... Oh man, Magnum TA, right? And uh-huh. this big change, and he breaking it down how the build of that story, right? Now right. I'm sitting there watching the tapes, and I'm like, "Wow, this is pretty cool," but I'm not gonna have that same there emotional connection. It, you know why? Because you didn't experience it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, just, you watched I wasn't it. there. Mm-hmm. Like you, you know when I, I I remember going to school, and you know me and brother Hugh was in you know middle school together. Going mm-hmm. to school to him, talking about because he had cable and did so he would tell me like the results of Raw. That's the experience. Not so much as watching it on TV. The experience is, you know, like one of my first memories of the before the wrestling round. I think this is like literally like we we was in the class for us one month. And I remember mm-hmm. calling you because I was working that day, and it was when Triple H and Undertaker, we talked about it earlier before uh-huh. WrestleMania 27. And you was like, yo, go back and watch that. Cause they had a moment in the ring. I don't know if you remember this conversation, but she was like, "Go back and watch." Cause they told a story with their promo leading into WrestleMania, you know, and it was little mm-hmm. stuff like that. But that experience of not just watching it, but you know, now it's us doing podcasts, you know, us getting on Twitter. We can remember the night. <laughs> uh, this might be controversial to say, but like I remember the night when John Cena won the WWE Championship, being on Twitter, and it was the same night that. The U.S. had did what they did with Bin Laden, right? And seeing this takeover on Twitter, and then later on finding a video clip where John Cena had told the crowd, you know, it's like these different experiences you get just watching this stuff live, man. It's great. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's just the biggest thing. And everybody has their own version of that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? No matter what generation you're in, no matter what you remember the most, no matter what you experience the most, that's the one that's what you're going to hold to. That's what's going to affect you in a way. It's very few. There's, there's, there's few and far in between 
you know, of younger guys that are like, oh, nah, I need Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm sitting next to him right now. He, he's the only, he's the only 16 year old I know that his favorite wrestler is Stone Cold Steve Austin, simply because. Wow. I'm not allowed to not, but he but he literally watches old stuff though. He watches like he'll watch old boxing, like study it. He'll watch old football and study it. Like mm-hmm. he got a he got an old soul. But that's yeah. a rarity though. That's not that's not that's not your average kid. And and he grew mm-hmm. up on other stuff. He grew up on his generation too. But if if you catch him slipping, like you you, you go up, you go mind your business and you come in a random room, you're gonna hear Stone Cold's glass shattering. You know what I mean? Yeah. More than anything, <laughs> because that's that's what he's watching, you know. So don't get me wrong, it's not it's not completely impossible. But I just think mm-hmm. that when you have errors, sometimes what you experience can kind of outweigh what you actually watch. Because I, I watch old, even even the stuff, like I said, you and I probably a year and a half apart. The stuff mm-hmm. that you watch, I look back at it and be like, ah, oh, it was cool, but it don't, it doesn't, it don't hit me the same. And those are some of your most prized possessions when it comes to your memories. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So uh, it's you know, th- to me, that's just what you it's experience. like when I um talk about Bret Hart. Yeah. And I, I, I think as much as I love Bret Hart, he's one of those you have to be there people, unless you're into that style of wrestling, right? People look at stuff as, oh, he's boring and this, this, that, and the other. But no. Bret had you invested, right? And I'll mm. tell people, they say, well, what Bret Hart match should, you go, should I watch? And I say, 92 SummerSlam. I can watch, I probably watched that match, I kid you not, 100 times, right? Uh-huh. And I still watch it and still get like the same excitement. Like, wow, this is, man, this is a phenomenal match, like, back and forth. But even though I didn't see it live as a four, five, six-year-old, I remember waiting for WWF superstars the following week to figure out who won, you know? And it's like, mm-hmm. it just takes me back to 1992, you know? Right. But you know what, though? I'll, I'll even do you one better. The, the, the new generation, the WWF new generation, that era, yeah. you couldn't... You couldn't tell me nothing. <laughs> right. Like, like, and guess what though? That was a down period in the business. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that as a kid. You Not couldn't tell me nothing in, about wrestling in the mid early to mid 90s. Right. Mm-hmm. Like to this day, that era is considered look is looked down upon. It's looked at as the, the prequel to what will become the biggest wrestling boom in professional wrestling history. But during that time, financially, the business was in a bad space. WCW wasn't doing that great, and neither was the WWF. WCW would eventually take off and just explode out the gate, right? But before mm-hmm. then, when you had Brett, Sean, Razor, Diesel, Vader, oh man, you there? Or maybe so. It's like. What people would consider, yeah, what people okay. what people would consider a down period in the business, to me, was one of the greatest periods because when I say you couldn't tell me nothing about Shawn Michaels or Bret Hart in, in the, during that era, mm-hmm. the crazy part is I watched it as a kid, didn't pay much mind to it, but then when I went back to it, right, when I started getting back into wrestling, you only had wrestling on Mondays, two shows on Mondays. Um, be, even before you had a show on Fridays, you know, you had Mondays and Saturdays and, you know, pay-per-views on Sundays and Sunday Night Heat, you know, man, like, I would go back to those, to that era, and I would just go back and I would really experience it in a way, and I was like, bro, this stuff was tough. This stuff was, like, exactly what I was really into. And I think a lot of people can relate to that, depending on what their era of professional wrestling is. Now, somehow I ended up on this show by myself, but that is okay. 
because you're going to hear what I got to say about it. This is the first rendition of what you would consider Realness Reacts. I'm going to react to the fact that Brian H. is no longer on this show. Why? Because his computer probably signed out. That's all right, though. I don't even have to run down, but he's going to keep going. So, there he is. Look at him. He just came back. I'll be right back. Continue. Hold the fort. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here, Realness Reacts. Here's what I think about people who, it's like, no, that's not what this is about. This is about what we in the wrestling journalist business call shooting from the hip. I don't know if it's actually called that, but that's what I decided to call it. So I'm watching this Ruthless Aggression era uh, series on Peacock, and it's definitely taking me back to a lot of the good stuff that I kind of miss. And it's funny because we complain about a lot of these things. But that 2005-ish, 2006-ish, 2007-ish era was probably one of some of my fondest um, fondest eras for a lot of reasons because it was I began to invest a lot in superstars that, that kind of were coming up, like Randy Orton, Shelton Benjamin. Like, I'm watching Shelton Benjamin beat Chris Jericho for the Intercontinental Championship. I say I was a huge Shelton Benjamin fan. I was a huge Shelton Benjamin fan. Like, I was I was a huge – I was so big of a Shelton Benjamin fan. I was so disappointed when he didn't turn the corner and uh, kind of turn into a main event guy. I felt like it was nothing he couldn't do in the ring. I was never a big fan of his when he was a part of Team Angle or even the world's greatest tag team. But when he kind of emerged – um you know, in 2004, 2005-ish era, you know, on his own. I mean, Shelton, you couldn't tell me anything about Shelton Benjamin. He was one of my favorites. But uh, him beating Chris Jericho, him. Matt, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm back. I'm, ta- I'm yeah. talking to the fans about uh, Shelton Benjamin. <laughs> I went back to this went back to this ruthless aggression era. So let me finish before you interrupt. Brown is back, ladies and gentlemen. He's got to re-put stuff back on. There it is. <laughs> I remember when Shelton Benjamin got cut and he came back, or when I saw Shelton Benjamin in Ring of Honor, uh i was and he grabbed the microphone i was so thoroughly disappointed because i thought in my mind shelton benjamin was going to get himself together and come back and rule the wwe now he didn't go on to do that he stayed in ring of honor for a little bit he went back he went to new japan pro wrestling he had his uh he had his time over there and he finally eventually made his way back and i think he's doing excellent right now i'm glad it was his position in the company you know older guy trying to help these younger dudes get over he's been in a number of different tag teams but shelton benjamin was the guy doing the wrist aggression area okay so that's I just uh, interrupted our show to talk about that, but it's all good though. No, I'm I'm glad you talked about that because um I I want to know what you think about you know we're gonna segue. I, I didn't have the rundown in front of me, so I, I would have kept going <laughs> without you. But I was like, well, we're gonna talk no, about what I'm right now. I mean, this is what we do. We talk wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we give a platform. Uh, and I'm pretty sure people always there's always a um you can always relate to somebody. But uh, mm-hmm, you you, mm-hmm. you brought up Shelton Benjamin, mm-hmm. the Hurt Business. Yes, Bobby Lashley ain't having it. They wanted to uh-huh. come back, <laughs> and now you see him and Cedric kind of like interrupting everything. You know, it's like okay, you 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 forgetting where you come from. So they, you know, they keep beating him up every time. How do you, um? It, do you see this being? Do you see somehow them interrupting the championship match, or do you maybe see this being a big swerve down the line? Honestly, I don't know. Uh, I, I would love for it to be a swerve. 
Yeah. Um, because I I'm really glad that they're involved. That they didn't just throw them back, just doing whatever they were doing to you know random matches on main event. I'm glad that they're. I think that there's an interesting twist in the dynamic that you could probably add to this mm-hmm. that would make everything make sense. You know. Yeah. So let me break it down. No pun intended. <laughs> so so like hurt the hurt business, like you said. Let's go back to. Um, Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander kind of split. They went their own way, but then they kind of we saw them kind of come back together. We right. watched them, we watched them reemerge and um and where were they? Was, was that Saudi or were they in Jeddah? When they um I don't know. That's a good was, it, was it crown was it crown jewel? I don't yeah. want to be offensive. Okay. Probably you, you, you got you can't, you know, you can't call one Middle Eastern country or another. That's that's offensive. I don't want to do that. But I, I remember I want to say Crown Jewel when he faced when Bobby Lashley faced Goldberg. Yeah. Yeah, I do know which that. Is, which is which is was which was a phenomenal match. It was a perfect type of match for that for that. It was a dream match. You know what I mean? That was in Raya. Was it Raya? Yeah. Okay. October twenty first. But it, but it was Crown Jewel, though, right? Yeah, it was Crown Jewel. Twenty two thousand capacity okay. crowd. Twenty man, Vince McMahon was great. I but, remember. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, you can't go wrong with the Vince McMahon announcement, especially over a crowd. I remember watching that. If it, it was a dream come true, but then. We watched the uh, we watched her business kind of reunite, you know. Shelton Benjamin and, and Cedric Alexander came out there, and they they kind of made their presence known, and they helped Bobby Lashley. We were kind of like, oh snap, the her business is getting back together. Mm-hmm. So we we saw Cedric and and Shelton Benjamin together a lot, but we didn't really see them with Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley kind of continued on his quest to his you know if his singles run, and I was okay with this kind of uh, we're together, but we don't have to be on TV every week stopping because I think. AW does a great job with it now with the inner circle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, they're still the inner circle, but it doesn't mean they got to be with each other. You know, it's kind of a kind of a thing. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we are, we know who we are. We don't got to be involved with everything that we each other do, you know, vice versa. So I thought right. we were getting that with, with the Hurt Business, but it was kind of just this, this weird twist because all of a sudden they were kind of, it was just Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander and that black and gold and Bobby Lashley was doing his own thing. And then it was finally, it was finally addressed. They finally said, hey, man, say, hey, we, I thought we were kind of getting back together. And Bobby's like, no, nah, I don't need the Hurt Business. There is no Hurt Business. But to me, the Hurt Business has gone on because it's Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. That's their tag team now. Yeah. And and, and I like that idea. Now, the, the swerve to me is why are they why are they involving them in this story? Mm-hmm. To me, to me, as a wrestling enthusiast, when I see something like that, I'm assuming, OK, well, they never do anything for the sake of doing it. It's got to be a reason. Right. So yeah. my first thing is to say, let me figure out what that reason is. So if I'm looking at it and I'm saying to myself, okay, well, they're constantly going back to these two guys involved with Bobby Lashley on more than one occasion. Sure, it could be a one-off. It could be a two-off. But at the end of the day, it's like, yo, so what are we doing with these guys in the mix of all of this? Mm-hmm. So we, we need a reason to for, for Brock Lesnar to lose at, at Royal Rumble, right? Yeah. Um, nah, somebody, somebody got shocked over Brock losing. Was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Why you mute?" That, that, that nah, was he was like, he was like, he, he was like, "Hold, oh, you got Brock losing." I was like, "Nah, nah, 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 nah." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> on, on my show. No, you go on a podcast. <laughs> man, Brock losing. Tell him I got Brock losing. Look, he, they was ready to hop on. They thought I was on Clubhouse. He said, oh, you in the Clubhouse? They was, they, was ready, they was ready to hop on. Like, he was walking to the kids. Oh, you got Brock losing? Nah, brother. Nah, 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 nah. 
Next so, week we do Royal Rumble predictions. Guy, get them on. <laughs> oh yeah, we yeah, we can pull them in. Trust me. So so it it would make sense if you have a you know if you don't want Brock Lesnar to lose cleanly to Bobby mm-hmm. Lashley, which he doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He could say, okay, cool, all right, I lost. Clearly they cheated, but I got bigger fish to fry. You know yeah. what I mean? And then and then I think the fact that they're always teasing at that there still may be a hurt business reunion or. For some reason, hurt business is like, nah, we're you know, they could be the reason why they could be the reason why he loses. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and then maybe they maybe he kind of turns the attention away from Brock Lesnar to kind of focus on, you know, those two guys. And if and if those two guys can be elevated and used in any way, shape, or form, I'm all for it. Yeah. And, uh, and Blue, even from the mixed tag show, brought up Brock's relationship with Shelton. That could be another thing. That's an, I mean, and that's and that's another wrinkle. You know what I mean? We I, saw that in the Royal Rumble a couple of years ago. I know. They like had a, a moment. He hugged him. I yeah, think, and, they he, and it was out. it was very real, mm-hmm. and it was like it was very like okay, this makes sense. Yeah, um, you you like stuff like that when you can make those connections where you can kind of bury kayfabe a little bit. Like oh, they acknowledge the fact that they were the Minnesota Wrecking Crew as a tag team, and they, they acknowledge the fact that they knew each other in amateur wrestling. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's always fun. Now, see, now as I stop myself, I'm watching the Ruth Aggression this part in this episode where my favorite version of Matt Freaking Hardy. Version you know, one? No, no, sir. I hated version <laughs> one. This is the Matt Hardy will not dare die prequel or precursor. Mm-hmm. You know, with uh, when he was, um, a, you know, of course, him and Edge and Lita. You know, my favorite version of Matt Hardy. That just aggressive balls to the wall, just no f's given. Matt yeah. Hardy, gotta be my favorite version of him. You know what I mean? Like he, mm-hmm. that's he made me a fan of his that in those in that in that that whole moment. This calls um, for time travel. How appropriate. <laughs> I mean, you was there because, um, yeah, but go ahead. I, I just had to, you know, we got. No, yeah. It. So, you know, I just wanted to, I just want to point it out. But, but we were talking about, you know, the, the Hurt Business involvement with Bobby Lashley. To me, like I said, it's it's there for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, it's I mean? funny we've been like all over the place, like bouncing back and forth. And usually I'll be like, eh, but today, uh, tonight, I don't care because it's making sense. Um, you brought up Matt Hardy. I, I, ironically, I was watching his match. Mm-hmm. With, I mean, the uh, Edge and Jeff Hardy match at the Royal Rumble, two thousand nine, when mm-hmm. Matt Hardy turned on Jeff, right, which led them into WrestleMania. And I was, I was like, okay with that. Really, listen to me. Man, the Hardys. We could we could do a whole show on the Hardys, and, yeah. and, and here's and here's what's got me itchy. This goddamn ruthless aggression episode, man. This stuff is good. Well, it was. It's this stuff is good. Like it's it's taking me back. I'm I'm you know as they're you know going over stuff, man. I'm seeing stuff that I remember with Matt and Jeff. That was 2009 ish, right? That was yeah. right right before Matt Har- uh, Jeff Hardy was you know on his way out the door and we'll head back to TNA and mm-hmm. you know, but th- that. That era of Matt Hardy was another one, another one of my favorite runs because anything with the Hardys, man, just give it to me. You know what I mean? It's it so, doesn't it doesn't always have to be the best in mm-hmm. regards to story, but you know they're going to deliver in regards to entertainment. Now it's funny because as we was talking about WrestleMania 25 earlier, we talked about Triple H and Randy Orton's match. That match between the Hardys, I really enjoyed, mm-hmm. and it was it was it was like the appetizers. Before you get to the, um, you know, the main course for me, which was, and I think everybody else that day, that arena in the rest of the year, Shawn Michaels and Undertaker, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as I'm watching Matt Hardy uh, the other day, like I remember, like we 
again, the feeling, right? Being mm-hmm. legitimately mad because I was in like Jeff Hardy had just won the title, and right. I was like, man, and you know, we talked about those short title reigns get us used to uh, seeing these people with the belt. But mm-hmm. I was like, man, come on, man, like it was you, it was you, but like that's how good that story was. Like I don't remember thinking about it, like how I would think about it from an analytical standpoint, but mm-hmm. just as a fan, I can remember being so mad because I was like, now I've always been Team Matt over Team Jeff. Like I'm you- always been in that minority. You have been very vivid about that. Yeah, but, and there's no disrespect to Jeff. I just always like Matt better. But I remember being like so angry. Like, how could you do this to your brother? You, you know, from the, the, the fire and the stuff with the dog and then setting him to fireworks. And like, you cost this man. And then out of all people, for it to be Edge, right? Like, this is the dude that took your woman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> and then mm-hmm, you going to mm-hmm. ch- turn on your brother for the, it'd be, it'd be anybody else, right? But it's like, this dude took your woman. So it's like, man, like that was some good stuff right there. That was a that was you. A, you took me there. You know, you brought that up, man. It, it, I had to tell a story. That was a that was a very uh, that was a very Vince McMahon hugging Eric Bischoff moment. Yes, I agree with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Does, is that what we call those moments? No, I think it is because I think that was the one thing that we thought we'd never see. Like you don't. That was no way in the world. That was that was a Vince. It was a Vince hugging. Uh, Events hugging Eric Bischoff. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. Did you watch Seth and Bobby this past week? The match? Yeah, on Raw. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Solid. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, just two pro, two pros, man. Like, his, I don't, man, it's just the the product Seth that I'm Rollins, watching. I know this is your guy. Yes, is sir. he not the best he's ever been? Easy, 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 easy. Because he's showing, he's showing versus like I said, he reminds me a lot of Chris Jericho. He mm-hmm. is going to have a he's going to have a lot of longevity to, in his career because he's able to reinvent himself and be successful at it. Not like reinvent himself and then fall by the wayside. Like I give you a prime example. You never remember the one time Billy Gunn tried to reinvent himself, but it just didn't work. Never mm-hmm. liked the guy as the one Billy Gunn. I couldn't get with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. like, what, and the reason I say that is let's we can't take for granted. How difficult that process can be to reinvent yourself, you know. Um, you know, Edge, Edge did it, um, but Chris Jericho was the master at it. He constantly did it over and over again. Like you know, what era you're watching when you see what version of Chris Jericho that you're watching. Mm-hmm. Seth Rollins is knocking on that door. You know what I mean? He has found a way to like, and his versatility to me is, is what's going to carry him further into the future because he knows how to evolve. He knows how to be a different version of something going to whatever area. And, and this version of him is like, yo, he's he's a main event player without a title. That's not easy to do. Mm-hmm. You know you're a superstar when you can be a main event player without a title. Anything Seth Rollins touches is main event level. It, it is the main event. You know, and, and I don't literally mean it like, oh, the guy that finished the show. I mean, like, it's a big program. You don't feel you don't feel like you've been shortchanged or downplayed because you're in a program with, with Seth Rollins. Yeah. Like, for instance, Edge. Edge going from Roman Reigns to Seth Rollins, there was no drop-off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Seth Rollins was so intrusive that he's like, I can't even forget the title. I got to deal with you now because you don't want to cost me the title when I had to match one. And to me, one of Edge's, one of my, one of his best matches I've ever seen him have against Roman Reigns. And, you know, to me, in my mind, Roman Reigns was never a technical guy, but what he does now is just so far beyond you know what we've seen before. I'm like, man, that's one of my favorite matches from both of these guys. And then, of course, you got the piece with with uh, 
freaking Seth freaking Rollins. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I think he's doing his best work right now. That's, I can't, I can't get enough of what he brings to the table. He's annoying. He's effective. Like he just gets it. If you ask me, you know what I mean. So, uh, I, I honestly hate this saying, mm-hmm. but I'm about to say it. Doesn't need the title. Seth Rollins doesn't need the title. He just doesn't. And and, and I and the reason why I hate it because I like I said it's the part where I like want to like believe that everybody wants to be the champion. So that's the reason why I hate that saying. It's like if you the best in the business, you should have a belt. But to take myself out of that hat and fandom, you know, he's just somebody who's over. I mean, like I said, the Brooklyn crowd, and this was the Monday Night crowd, and that was that was the. If I ever seen wrestling fans be like mad, that was the we're mad that the Rock didn't come the night before, so we're not going to Raw crowd, right? Right, and, absolutely. And, and you know, this is where the you know, um, as Evan Matt calls him, Thicky, um, attacked wow. him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and when he came out there though, before all that stuff happened, just the way he do that, oh, oh, and then like how he plays the crowd. And then these ridiculous outfits, right? It's like, you can't wait when you hear the music hit because you want to see what he's going to wear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like, all right, what's he got on today? And I mean, just like I said, his his stuff, the stuff with Edge was, my daughter still talk about it. Like, that's the guy who broke Edge's house. <laughs> you know, that like that content and, and the story they was telling. And, and like, I mean, Edge, just another one, you know, as we get ready for his match and him and Maurice teaming up to go in, I mean, yeah, him and, um, Beth Phoenix teaming up to go against Miz and Maurice. It's going to be a like, banger. Yeah, the, like the storytelling. Like, there you go. I think that's going to be more important than anything. 20 times better than he was. And it was like, he had a great run. Don't, you know, a great WWE career. And it was like, okay, if it, it feel like it, if that was as good as we're going to get, fine, right? And now 10 years later, he comes back and he's even better. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, wow. Yeah, it's, that's, that's not easy to do. I respect mm-hmm. that a lot, man. And I think that's the sign of a superstar. Just to give everybody a heads up, I'm now watching the Ruthless Aggression area with the resurrection of Shawn Michaels. So it's on now. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, boy. Oh, speaking of Ruthless Aggression. <laughs> See, I'm on fire right now. Like, I just, I got all the right segues. I was playing SmackDown versus Raw 2006 and 2007 today. That was a that was a good one. That was I think that might have been my no. I think which one was my favorite. I like those six better because 07, they added them dumb controls. They wanted to switch everything and go to the um the controller. Now this is I'm gonna take you back. Uh, shout out to Lil Reese who you know you um when you was doing the football thing he was on the team right. Mm-hmm. When those games came out, you know he was elementary middle school and i remember like, now, was like, that the was that the first one that had an ecw or was that 07 that had no ECW? ecw was 08 oh, okay oh wait um that's uh that's up next on uh um, gotcha. get, get back list mm-hmm. um but uh it was oh yeah oh eight but um oh six and oh like oh seven i remember when they was like man they changed the controls i was like yo reese you know they changed the controls he said man i'm gonna just change it back I said, nah, they they got they made a whole different like now you gotta use the doesn't, analog doesn't and work all that. that way, brother. Yeah, but I was like, yo, these SmackDown versus Raw series, like on PlayStation, like I know we talked about video games last week, but like man, it was phenomenal. And speaking of video games, did you see the trailer for 2K22? Yes, I did. Yeah, I just watched it about 20 minutes before we went on the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to my boy Kahara. He sent the, he was like, hey man, check this out. And I was like, I'm excited, but I ain't trying to get too excited. Um, the graphics look phenomenal. 
Yeah, but you know, that's, there's always that gameplay. Yeah, you know, that's what everybody's waiting for. Yep, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm ready to see it. You know, uh, I'm, I do like, you know, I'm watching all the show Michael's footage. Just like I'm ready, I'm ready, <laughs> I'm ready to fight. Like I'm ready to wrestle now. Like I'm ready to jump off one of these couches or something like I used to when I was a kid and hey. do an elbow drop. Sorry. No, you're good. You're I'm just good. giving you a heads up. I'm letting you know what I'm doing. <laughs> But yeah, I'm excited about that. But uh, you bring up Shawn Michaels. I meant to say this earlier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Chalkline got the WrestleMania uh, ten. I mean, twelve pants. I'm not even wasting my time because every time I try to get anything <laughs> off Chalkline, it is gone. They sell out like they sneakers. You know, sneakers. You, sneakers go quick. You, you got the app? What app? They got an app. I'm gonna send it to you. And oh, then yeah, you, please do. Yeah, I'm, you sign up for the app. You get like twenty percent off or something. The first order or whatever. Well, thank you. That's news to me. Yeah, I'm putting in the uh, brotherhood. <laughs> the brotherhood. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Uh, but I was like, they you just know, showed, they just showed they just, they're just showing WrestleMania nine, uh, Royal Rumble ninety eight, which we talked about last week. Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, that's get, on I gotta give you updates. Go ahead. Hey, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, yeah, that, those uh, I, I might have to. I might have to grab those. Uh, he beat Brett in them. <laughs> but, you know, you know, it's nothing like uh, tuning you, up the band. Do you like Brett Hart or not? I can't tell. Like, you I, say things, and I'm like, so are, you a, are you a fan? No, I'm a fanatic. But the problem is that his gears that he wore are the ones that <laughs> he lost it that I love. Like like I said, they sold the, the, the 97. You know, I got the 97 shorts. Right. The Survivor Series. And I'm like... But the gear, the gear was dope. <laughs> then it's like I don't want to like Shawn Michaels' gear, but it's dope. And then he beat Brett in that gear. Do you realize in those eras, a majority of his championship matches, he always wore like white and gold or some yeah. type of version of gold and white for those championship titles. Type know, yeah, because he won the Intercontinental Title. Um, who did he beat? Jeff Jarrett in that same that same gear. Maybe it was a little difference somewhere, but it was nah, white and gold. Gear was ugly. Which one? The one he beat Jeff Jarrett in. What's the difference? Oh, there's a huge difference. Trust me. What's that? Uh, let's see. Shawn yeah. Michaels. Yeah, look it up. <laughs> beats Jeff Jarrett 95. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To me, I thought it was the same thing. Now looking. What's the difference? <laughs> Hold on. Let me confirm. No, it's cool. No, it's cool. No, it's cool. I could do a share screen. Oh, you could do that? Yeah, yeah. Pull that. Yeah, pull that up. (laughs) Pull that up. Oh, oh, there. No, yeah, there it is. You've not shared any screen yet. Hold on. Oh, there it is. Oh, we got. Hold on. (laughs) That is not. Look at you. You just. No, it's the overlays. Oh, is that what it is? That's the same gear. Hold on. In your house, too? Oh, yeah, that's it. I thought, wait, no, 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 it's not. No. Okay. Because no. I think All that's right. what I think. That's what I think it is. You said uh, Jeff Jarrett 95, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in your house, too. Nope. It's not the same gear. No, it's not. That's what I thought. No, that is not the same gear. That's that. Oh, that's got more gold in it. That's got that tiger print. I remember because I, yeah. I was, oh, I, re- okay. I remember seeing his wrist gauntlets, and I was like, "Bro, why has he got?" <laughs> I, I never liked it when he had the wrist gauntlets look like that. 
unless he wore the white, the white, red, or the silver, black, and red zebra pants. See, I'm I'm very particular about Shawn Michaels gear. Mm-hmm. All this time, I thought it was the same thing, but no, know. no. And see, you see how he has those tiger print knee pads? I never like those. Like, don't wear <laughs> wear the wear the knee pads that match the gear with the hearts on them, mm-hmm. not not the print. You see that? And I know this because I used okay. to be very specific. Oh, you yeah. see? Yeah. I used to be very specific when I used to ask for certain wrestling action figures. I'm like, Ma, <laughs> she has nightmares. I'm like, Ma, I want the Shawn Michaels Series 3 with the blueprints and the zebra print inside the heart. Not the Series uh, 2 Shawn Michaels with the all red pants and all red boots. And she'd be like, uh-huh, okay. And then just get me whatever. But still, <laughs> I was very specific about these things. You couldn't tell me about Shawn Michaels' gear. Like, tell he, me nothing. But this is what I'm like. This is what I'm saying. Oh, this is what I experienced mm-hmm. as as a kid. '90s Shawn Michaels, yeah. uh, Bret Hart. Like that. That was all. Like, I was consumed with that stuff. Even after the fact, when he wasn't wrestling anymore, even in the height of the Attitude Era, I still used to call back. Like I used to want Shawn Michaels. The only thing that was missing from the Attitude Era in my mind was Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. Bret Hart was in WCW, wasn't the Bret Hart that I knew, and Shawn Michaels was, you know, was an on-screen character. But of course, he wasn't ready to come back to the ring for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. But as a kid, that's why, like, I didn't have enough wrestling action figures as much as I wanted to. But that I always incorporated them into what was going on now because that's that was to me that was the only thing that was missing. If, if there was a perfect world in professional wrestling. Look, he's wearing that gear right there when he won the title. He went backstage and <laughs> dapped up. With you know, what I'm saying I, that's that was the one thing I was that was missing. Yeah. Um, so, but like I said, you know, I'm, I'm very particular when it comes to Shawn Michaels gear, and I get a whole show of it because it's all about Shawn Michaels, Rufus Aggression era. <laughs> yeah, man, you know, Rufus Aggression era. It was good, good times. You know, but I mean, for us too, it was also like life transition, right? So like I know it was very transitional for us. It was yeah, like I, it's like I said, I, it's it's funny because I'm appreciating it now, but I remember complaining a lot back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was transitioning, but also like think about where you was in life, right? So mm-hmm. I know for me, you know, I'm going into high school actually getting out. It's like because the attitude era ended when I was in tenth grade technically, so it's like eleventh grade, twelfth grade, going to college. So it's like wait, 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 time out. Now I gotta stop you. What the attitude era did not end when you went oh. in, in, in the 10th grade. All right, ninth grade, my bad. What year were you in the ninth grade? What year was that? 2001, 2000, okay. 2001. Okay, that's fair. There you go. I'm with <laughs> you on that. Yeah, so I mean, because well, all right, so you got that in between that, that everybody era, right? Because it wasn't mm. really ruthless aggression until like oh four ish, yeah. You yeah. know, so that transition, I'm talking, like, 10th grade was when Hogan beat Triple H, mm-hmm. and then Undertaker beat Hogan, and, you know, that's that's 10th grade, and then during that summer is when Rock beat Undertaker, so that, if was, you wanted- that was the, that was post-attitude era, that was the attitude yeah. era, then there's post-attitude era, then there's, like, a little pause, and then there's Ruthless Aggression era, mm-hmm. there's this undefined space in between then, and then we have, yeah. Yeah, so... That was the difference, you know? So, like, by the time, like, the ruthless aggression era got going, like I said, I'm in college, you know, and working. So, I mean, obviously, I'm watching wrestling, but it was, you know, it wasn't like, and and I wasn't surrounded by people I could talk about it all the time to either, Mm -hmm. you know? But, shoot, if, if, um, 
if they would have gave me a mic back then and a podcast, I would have talked about it. <laughs> oh, don't I know it, brother. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, uh, before we, you know, a little a couple things to talk about before we get out of here. Uh, the Royal Rumble. Uh, we got Lita and Charlotte. Now, Lita's entering the Royal Rumble. At first, I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, Lita and Charlotte. Oh, that'd be a dope match between those two. But they're <laughs> entering the Rumble, and Charlotte says she's going to win so she can handpick her opponent. And then on Raw, you got, you know, obviously, like, Bianca and Liv Morgan and with Dewdrop facing Becky Lynch. Why can't we just get Lita versus Charlotte at the Rumble? Well, I think they want to be fair, not okay. to just have a part-timer or someone that just kind of have a special moment. Mm-hmm. And I think the Rumble is going to be loaded enough, right? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to waste Lita versus Charlotte on a card with Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns. And, so are you the realness? And think about it. And, and, and Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. That's not fair to them because they're just they, that's something you don't want to go up against. Like this right. is not a competition. I'd rather them have another show where they can kind of center it around them because they have done that in the past, mm-hmm. where that where they can hype that as your main event because women have main event and paper. That's where women's wrestling is right now. But it's like okay, and also you got to remember they're trying to make the women's Royal Rumble match still special because that's still a relatively fresh concept when it comes to the ladies. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know they want they want to keep eyes on the Rumble for the ladies because like I said they got to keep creating. There's been years and years and years of special moments as far as the guys are concerned. But now that they're still trying to create magic with the women's Royal Rumbles and create those memories that they can continue to use and sell going forward as they try to, you know what I mean? Yep. Keep keep people invested and, you know, so that the women aren't left out and they have their special moments to build their history as far as, you know, the women's Royal Rumble matchup and uh um it, it's a perfect way to kind of tease some things without giving it away. Like when we had Trish Stratish and Sasha Banks kind of, um, you know, face yeah. off, and then we're Trish still Stratish. waiting for that match. But see that, but that's the whole point, though. We're waiting for it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They they gave us enough of a tease, and the Royal Rumble is the excuse one to not to go full throttle, but just the one you can gauge people's, and you know, let's how do, how do the fans respond to this? Two, what's their chemistry like between the two ladies that we want to go at it? E- either we can have a little bit of an exchange. And say, okay, well, this isn't. Let's not ruin this dream matchup and kind of speculate, but we get a little bit of it, or we can say, hey, let's let's gauge where they are with this and see if it works out, and they can make a decision going forward. So that's that was my take on it. That's how I perceived it at the end of the day. Um, I was like, I said, well, it, it makes sense because they, you know, they it, Lita's not a full time performer anymore, so they, they don't want to put that kind of pressure on her because what if she doesn't deliver? You know what I mean? Yeah. What if it falls flat? Anything can happen. What if the the crowd is. Um, is it, wiped out because of what they saw previously or what comes after. There's a lot of different moving factors. And it's like, well, you don't want to put them in a bad situation because of that. But it's enough to get you, you know, like, oh, well, shoot, well, Lita's coming back. And well, that's a match that we haven't seen before. You know, Charlotte has pretty much done everything. She's faced off with all the greats. Let's see her, you know, kind of go toe-to-toe with some of these legends that have legendary careers still intact. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, that's just, you know, from the outside what looking in. If... Sorry, it, all right, if you book in the final four, okay, final four for the Royal Rumble, who you put in there for the women's Royal Rumble? Put you on the spot. Um, Charlotte is in it, correct? Yeah. Okay, Becky is not. Correct. She's facing Dewdrop, or okay. she 
what I hated was she called her doo-doo the other night. Oh, that's not nice. Um, Becky Lynch for you, ladies and gentlemen. I think you probably go... Charlotte is in it, correct? I'm trying to make sure I don't, I don't get this messed up. Yeah, Charlotte and Lita are in the Rumble instead of them facing each other. You probably go... I'm going to go Bianca. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Rhea Ripley. Oh. I'm going to go Asuka. Oh, okay. And, and I'm going to probably go like Alexa Bliss. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah, that's 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 my... Oh, or you not... If not Alexa Bliss, maybe like a. Is Bailey healthy? Is she is she ruled out? I don't think I've heard that her she's ruled out. Okay, so I don't I know would, Bailey's available, and I know Sasha Banks is hurt. Bailey would be my surprise to come back. But yeah, I would I would definitely go with Bianca, Rhea, Oscar, and Alexa Bliss, or maybe Liv Morgan. Um. Yeah, I think I think that's that's all the. I think it's not too many young girls that have a lot of momentum going on right now outside of a do drop or outside of a Liv Morgan. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to I'm trying to find one that would make sense that we can kind of say let's let's enhance, and it that that we can kind of enhance while trying to put them into the main event picture or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So that that's just me. I, I would I was looking at it and my first initial thought was Bianca, Mickey, Lita, Charlotte. But then Bianca, Nikki. Mickey, Mickey James. Mickey James. Oh, I forgot about Mickey. I, I don't think they're gonna let her get the final four. That's the thing. I I started thinking about that. And then I'm like, okay. So obviously if I'm going with that final four, my my winner's Bianca, right? Now what it's if, like what if Mickey James is in the final as she shows the WrestleMania impact title? Oh, like she wins it, and then yeah, would she, like would have that would make it wouldn't make any sense for them to go with somebody that a veteran winning the rumble would have that would that be crazy? It would be crazy. Gotta put the butts in the seats. <laughs> yeah, impact impact world champion versus WWE champion or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sorry, but go ahead. You you no, were saying so like um so that's if I got so I, I had like I said like in in November and December I had Sasha like if I if I had the book okay. penciled in I had Sasha winning the Rumble facing Charlotte but now she's hurt so I'm still penciling in Charlotte and Sasha but if Oscar comes back Oscar Charlotte too is hard to not oh look. yeah yeah buddy. <laughs> that's yeah a, that's buddy. A, but then again it's like here we go Survivor Series 2002 doo doo pants. Sasha and her, <laughs> Sasha getting that WrestleMania win finally in Dallas. And then, you know, it goes to the whole when That was the first time the women, you know, that whole story. So it's hard to tell, you know, um, but but yeah, I would do Beyonce. Um, I don't say Beyonce. I would have Bianca winning it again and she would beat Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. Yeah. That, now that, that would be great long term storytelling. Mm-hmm. You kidding me? That's I the get back. I think she deserves that though. I think that makes I think that makes that loss at SummerSlam worth it. Mm-hmm. Do she and, need to win the Royal Rumble though? Yes, she does. To, okay. for the, listen to me. Think about it. That's full circle. I, oh, I love it. But you know, that's I can see that's somebody Hall of stand. No, screw somebody. That's Hall of Fame. That's <laughs> think about it. Brian H. Brian H. Brian H. Okay. It writes itself. It does. Think about it. HB Kizzle. For her to lose at SummerSlam, everybody was mad about it. 
mm-hmm. her to win a women's world rumble, which is still relatively new, yeah. and then go on to win WrestleMania, you've you solidified your spot in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, because she'd be the first two time winner. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like hmm. Shawn Michaels said, Shawn Michaels had his two time. You know what I mean? Like Austin, like that's a big deal. Like you in a different Shawn Michaels, Hulk Hogan, like Edge, you're, or you're in a you're in a different class. Triple H. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, man, I think if if you tell me right now, well, hey, we we had she lost for a reason because we this is this was a long term plan going into WrestleMania. This is why wrestling fans need to shut their mouths. Very <laughs> always, always keep your opinions. Always say what you got to say. But to me, it was like this is why when everybody said it doesn't make sense, that would make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like who who wouldn't want to see Becky? Uh, Bianca too, especially after everything. Oh man, it writes itself like like you know. Usually when, usually when the, you do something, you got to make it make sense. Yeah. You don't got to do much for it to make sense in that situation. Mm-hmm. That's where it's at. I'm, I like your idea better than mine. <laughs> well, that's why we're wrestling around, man. Um, before we get out of here, did we stick to the rundown or we just went off center? Like, tell no, actually, we did. Um, because I'm about to. Uh, I didn't put that much in it this week because I was like, you know, we can keep the show light uh, because next week gonna be Royal Rumble. Okay, um, I, I, I got I got a light question for you. Do you feel like Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle at WrestleMania is underrated? Most definitely, I think that might be besides Brett. That might be Shawn Michaels' greatest match. Why? No, but, but see, then there's the Undertaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I wanted to ask you first before I criticize you. I gotta look at. I'm it. fair. See, now I'm gonna watch them all again. I got the Shawn Michaels, Mr. WrestleMania DVD. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One of these days. That's the match DVD, right? Yeah, and, and, and you know, with the stories before it. One of these days, I'm gonna watch those four matches or a set of days, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch those four matches, and then uh, I don't know if I'm gonna get to it before this uh, next show. But yeah, I'm gonna watch those now, because that Shawn Michaels Kurt Angle match was special. It it was. Now now let me tell you why I didn't watch it. Can you imagine why I didn't watch it? Can you take one guess why I didn't watch it when it when it when it went down the way it did? All right, so that's WrestleMania 21. Yeah, there's a very specific reason. If you know me, especially when it comes to Shawn Michaels, exactly why I didn't watch that match. Is that the first when he first started wearing the loose gear? There you go. See, <laughs> you know your boy. Yeah. You know your boy. Yeah. Because buddy. all all before then he was wearing his regular gear. And mm-hmm. then he showed up at WrestleMania, like, dude, why is he got like chaps pants? <laughs> he did like this. <laughs> I was like, bruh, no. And you know me. At that time, I was not adapted to change at mm-hmm. all. Like I was not okay. I was like, it's no, funny because I like didn't this. know you then, but I know you then. <laughs> like I was not, I was like, nah, bro, we're not doing this. I was like, yo, mm-hmm. change back to your now it, it grew on me and I was okay with it. Like it like I, you know, I was able to make the adjustment. And you know, I learned later he went to the to that style of pants was because he, you know, he was wearing a, he had that knee surgery. So he was wearing a big knee brace underneath it. Yeah. Same thing with Ray Mysterio. Remember Ray Mysterio wore his you know the uh, the looser the loose pants when he mm. first debuted in WWE because he had you know he had that big knee that Stone Cold Steve Austin knee brace, which which I respect and I was okay with it. But that was I remember like he was Shawn Michaels all the way up to that point, and then he just debuted the WrestleMania. I'm like, bro, what is he wearing? Mm-hmm. 
So I just want to put that little tidbit on. I know you said we was keeping it light. So I decided I had a little like question for you at the end. <laughs> but uh yeah. Uh, you did a good job though. You know your boy pretty well. You know exactly why I wouldn't watch this. All right, so um you watch anything this week? No. It's like, yeah, of course I did. <laughs> Besides what you're watching now, you watching yeah. new wrestling. Of course I did. Yeah, I, um, you know, I, I'm catching a little bit of everything. If I don't, if I miss anything, I go back and watch it. So a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit yeah. of this. <laughs> yeah, I think I think AEW had a lot of high points. Okay. Um, you know, as far as that, like I said, they they have their moments, man. They 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 really do. Um, on both shows, even though the ratings really aren't showing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, they they definitely have their high spots. But uh, it's just like their highs are highs, but their lows are just kind of they're not really lows are just flat to me. Like I can't get into it. Like um, like I give you a prime example. Um, when uh, you know, Chris is kind of managing Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. Yeah, Jurassic Express. They call us the Jurassic Express, right? Uh, yeah, they do. You call you call them Park. You call them Jurassic Park. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like them. I don't like them. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and there was a moment where, you know, Billy Gunn was kind of like, hey, man, so what do you think about, you know, the, you know, my son's the gun club trying to... I saw that. And Chris was looking at him like, look, man, you got your sons are talented, but they haven't even won a big thing. They haven't won a big, thing. They won a big dance yet. Like, they, these guys can't finish. Mm-hmm. You know, let, you tell them dudes to make a name for themselves and then, you know, make a statement first and then and then come, you know what I mean, then come talk to the, me about going toe-to-toe with the champs. And then they jumped him. I love first of all, I love the Gun Club. I love Austin and Colton Gun. They yeah, just I know they, huge fans. Huge fans they, of those. They have just they just have so much personality. I see so much of their father. And Billy Gun's one of my all-time favorite guys. Like he was a guy I followed on the indies. Mm-hmm. You know, like I would, you know, I would watch Access TV to see if, if I heard Billy Gun was gonna be on these certain matches and stuff like that. So to see him still wrestling is pretty cool. Also to see his sons, especially Austin. Um uh you know, I didn't know too much about Colton until a little bit later. I knew about Austin first, but yeah, the the Gun Club, you know, like moments like that are what I like to see. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I love for me, I watch AEW for the familiar faces, not so much for the younger talent. They have a lot of young talent that I enjoy watching, but to me, it's kind of like TNA. You know, in uh, two thousand and four ish, I looked at TNA because whoever had pretty much got cut that was in WCW, WWF. Or ECW that wasn't at the in the WWE anymore. They they all migrated to TNA at some point, and I was still mm-hmm. fans of the EX Pox, the Road Dogs, um, you know the uh, the Conans, the Kevin Nashes, the Scott Halls, the Sean Waltmans, you know those guys. You know, and then you got guys like the Sandman that periodically popped up, and you know guys Jeff Hardy was a was a big one. You know, yeah. I enjoyed watching those guys even on smaller television or on the B show or the second show, whatever however you want to look at. It. I feel the same way about AEW. Like I, I don't get to see Christian on a regular basis, so I enjoy seeing Christian. I enjoy seeing, um, I enjoy seeing Billy Gunn. I enjoy seeing, you know, the undisputed era and all that kind of stuff. So, those are the moments that kind of pull me in because I just felt like they execute those things really well. The elite, anything with them, that whole story that they're telling is is another thing. You know, the whole thing with CM Punk and, um, you know, and Wardlow and MJF and uh, you know CM Punk's matches with uh, Sean Spears. That's the stuff that I really get into because it's the 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 storytelling is there. 
Yeah. Um, it pulls me in. I just, like I said, it's just, it's difficult for me to get into an entire show. But those, those are the high spots for me personally when it comes to that. You know, anything with, you know, the top guys are, is always fun and engaging, which I thought, like I said, it's, they, they're showing signs of, you know, you know, uh, you know, of a good wrestling show. Like I said, it's just, difficult to get into something but there are it's not like i just i don't like the product at all it's just i only like pieces of it that makes sense you know what i mean no it, it definitely makes sense it's like, it's like trail mix you know what i mean i don't like trail mix well that's the whole point like but see but there's things trail mix that i like though like i like peanuts you know mm, i like m&ms no, nothing but i don't like i don't like that <laughs> i don't want to have raisins and pretzels and all the stuff mixed together you know what i mean mm-hmm. i go through and i might pick out the the the, the pretzels i might pick out the m&ms i don't want to have raisins and granola and and whatever the other stuff is, like I don't, you know what I mean. That's not how yet. I feel. That's how I feel about AEW a lot, a lot of times. Not all the time, but just a lot of times when trying to get into it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, man. Uh, let's see. This week I, I watched AEW Dark um, Con from the uh, uh, Shane Taylor Promotions uh-huh. uh, versus Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. Uh, solid match. Enjoyed them too. Uh, going at it, I like Con. Uh, Con and Moses. I mean, obviously, I like them together. But even as individuals, I enjoy watching their matches. Um, Moses was doing some really cool stuff mm-hmm. um, at MCW, uh, and he was, you know, challenging for their championship. I think it was, yeah, his match with Brian Johnson, um, the Mecca. They was going, you know, they did this like really dope promo. I ain't, I ain't go to the show, so I didn't see the match, but the promo alone got me invested, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so storytelling and then um also you know on the women's wrestling side i watched uh vixen's uh wrestling revolution and okay. it was uh Rache chanel versus delia doom match of the night mm-hmm. um obviously i was watching you know uh getting some stuff for my client mm-hmm. uh, i think everybody knows who that is by now um and you know i was advised like yo check out this match like my girl Rache killed it mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know they did so it was uh you know great watching that man you know I'm, you know me i always like watching women's wrestling uh so but it's you know just a lot of good stuff out there you know i definitely uh encourage the fans and the wrestlers to uh you know let us know about some shows got a surprise i'm gonna reveal this on the show coming Uh-oh. up next <laughs> next week on uh wrestling for the culture we bring in on uh the leader of the the um, creator of the Nation of African American Wrestling, also known as Nah Group on Facebook, uh, Jabari McIntyre. <laughs> Why'd you say it like that, though? No, that's what he said. That's you, what said, I said. you said Nah. Like, <laughs> you said it. I know you don't be on Facebook too much with the wrestling groups that, but yeah, you said it funny is, though. You said Nah. Yeah, that's <laughs> also known that's, as Nah. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what he said. Supposed to be like, Nah, but um. Yeah, no, but you that. said you said the word no funny though. Like I get it, but you're like no. Like, like, I get what you say, but you said it funny. You said it funny. I just I forgot. Like was there a reason you said it like that in particular? No. Nah. <laughs> oh man, pun intended. No. Nah. Bro. <laughs> but yeah, he um yeah he's he's coming on uh, wrestling for the culture. This that's week. gonna be we'll... huge though. I can't wait for that one. That should be a good one. <laughs> yeah, we want. Talk, uh, you know, obviously talk about you know black wrestling in the community, but he was also at tournaments this past, um, was it yeah, last week or yeah, last week? I got a question does he call, call it no or they call it NAW? Are you just calling it's it? It's literally N dot A dot A dot W. I'm nah. saying, but like, I'm saying, but they pronounce it that like, like, yeah, 
Yeah, he like, was so he was... <laughs> like like you know Booker T has reality wrestling. It's Road, but he don't. They don't call it Road. They just call it they're like no, nah, it's not. We don't call it Road. It's R O W. It's reality wrestling. Oh, got you. Yeah, no, nah, he called. That's what I was nah. asking. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, I was asking. Yeah, like it's LLC and everything. Got no, because I didn't. I didn't want to think we was trying to make fun of. Oh, no, nah. like that. Okay. You keep nah. saying. You keep saying no, nah, like because I would. I, to be honest with you, like the, keep it a hundred. I wouldn't have said it that way if I didn't see like I was watching an interview with him, and it was like after I had booked him, I was like, oh, okay, he did another interview. Cool. Let me watch it so I don't be. You know, I don't like to ask the same questions. That's what you call journalism and research, folks. Um. And, and shout out to Jamel Hill. I obviously I knew this before, but I've heard her like solidify that point. Okay. And that's what he said. He said, Yeah, you know, it's called that. And he said, you know, also there's nah. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> See, that's why he said it that way. Okay. Yeah, it's not, yeah, it, you know, I ain't making fun of right, like, <laughs> you know, can't people, be doing that. No, nah, you brothers. know, at, at this point, you know, people know it's all respect around here, around these parts. Oh, shout out to two champs from the big gold belt podcast celebrating a birthday today hey happy so, birthday brother yeah the brother had you know he had us on his show uh earlier this year um in about a half hour and a half my sister megan will be celebrating her birthday um if you know how old the real Dwayne allen is then you know how old she'll be turning 27 uh, <laughs> there you go because <laughs> they both born in that oh so great year 1988 so which makes uh, us 27 <laughs> i just said the, the number but yeah shout out to her uh she'll be celebrating her birthday i was just gonna finish editing some of her pictures uh there she goes she just texted me back okay thanks no you 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 didn't add a whole bunch of contrast to that (laughs) (laughs) well brother he calls you the contrast king do you like do you like to try do you like dried tropical fruit in your trail mix <laughs> see there you go I, that's I, brother Hugh. <laughs> see i know that's exactly what i'm talking about i can't i don't like it like don't get me dried out pineapples and stuff <laughs> like I, I, want uh, my, I want my fruit fresh uh-huh. I, don't, I don't want it dry. I don't want dry a- like apricots. Are the apricots or apricots? Are they apricots? I don't know. I ain't like them. So I don't know. You know what? I do like they have um I think it was the shoot, what's that thing called? The tasty cakes. The tasty cake pies. Yeah. I think they had um a, no, I think they had an apricot one one time. I I like or yeah, some some sure it wasn't I'm sure it wasn't freeze dried either though. Right, it was sweet. But yeah. Yeah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> I just thought I'd ask. Uh-huh. Since, since brother you talk about since brother you asked <laughs> <laughs> hey yo hey yo <laughs> oh man oh man he said do you like dry fruits <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's great brother uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh man that was great Oh man, wow. <laughs> this is gonna be funny. His name is Walter. <laughs> His name is Walter. <laughs> I'm not changing it. <laughs> I will go to a show and be like, Walter, Walter, just to see if people are gonna follow in. Mm-hmm. Not doing that. Oh man, you best believe people are gonna be doing that. <laughs> I, I, I'm really working hard like yo let's i'm reaching out to the people like y'all want to hijack the show again we've mm-hmm. done it before we had mm-hmm. that kind of power mm-hmm. but uh yeah let's <laughs> let's 
let's get out of here. Wow, this might be our shortest one of our shorter episodes. Yeah, you were pretty long with it. I think your computer was like, nah, not today, buddy. Uh, oh, oh, God always has a ram in the bush. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> he about to preach. Uh, it's just the rich said, call that man Gunther. <laughs> yeah. on Twitch. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, nah, I can't do it. His name yeah, is shout, Walter. Shout out to everybody who watched on Twitch today. Appreciate you know, we'll be man. bringing the show live on Twitch. Yeah, because uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really finally show Brian H the beauty of WCW uh-oh. versus NWO Revenge and WWF <laughs> No Mercy. He's he's not. I oh, feel like, I feel like guess he doesn't. What's on the way? What's that? What did you order? The, you said I had to have four games. Do you have? Yeah, WCW NWO World Tour. Yeah. That's what's on the way? No, I already got that. That came okay. with the system. All right, okay, hold on. All right, time out. So it's got to be WrestleMania 2000. That's what we haven't talked about. Yes, sir. <laughs> Good. You need to experience that. My thing is, I think I think you're not getting the full experience because you're playing it by yourself. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. It's 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 much more fun. Like, first of all, Nintendo 64 was a buddy system. That's why I had the four controllers. That was mm-hmm. revolutionary. Like that was yeah. that was the ultimate party gaming system because that was sleepover time. You got at least four buddies on a game. Yeah. So if so if you have uh you know six six or seven kids at the sleepover or whatever, you know you don't gotta wait your turn that much for you know two man gang. We grew up you know in the early years because it was it was two man gang. That was it. Mm-hmm. But play but Nintendo sixty four was the ultimate buddy system. It was the ultimate sleepover party game, and you know that was that was it. And I feel like you need to experience playing it with somebody else. So we're gonna we're gonna get on Twitch, we're gonna <laughs> play these games, and we're gonna see if you can change your mind about how you feel about those early SmackDown games for PlayStation versus these great Nintendo sixty four legendary professional wrestling games in in, in in the history of professional wrestling games. Well, well, I, this past weekend we went out um, the family, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We went down to uh, you know just get out of town. Went down to Virginia. Mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm. we stayed in a nice little cottage, and it was me and the boy mm-hmm. <laughs> playing WWE Smack or well, WWF SmackDown Two. And you know, so wait, you, you took the PlayStation with you? Yeah, I took the PlayStation. I okay. know what you're saying. Why didn't you take the 64? But I had you know, more... I was, you know, I just it's easier to travel with PlayStation as far as the hookups. Yeah, it's more variety of games too. Yeah, um, of course, because yeah. you know. Like now, let me tell you, real side note, my daughter was like beating us all and ready to rumble. I don't know what she was doing, but her hands were boom, 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 boom. I'm like, yo. She still got she still got quick baby fingers. That's why. Yeah. Still... <laughs> and I'm like, she's like, oh, then she's talking trash. Like she went on a, a I kid you not, a nine game win streak. Well, you know, stop, between the three of us. <laughs> yeah, I better stop playing with my goddaughter. She said she wasn't there to play no games. <laughs> and y'all to be ashamed of yourself, because y'all supposed to be gamers. Look, yeah, you know, the wife was like, you know what? No, nah, I'm good. I, I ain't I don't mess with y'all. Look, but, she ain't um, want no smoke. Yeah, she she played once, are you on beat her once? Boom, and she was out of there. One, two, three. But, you know, I mean, finally it, it, it I, I it took a while, but I finally got her. Mm-hmm, but um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, so we was playing that. We played uh SmackDown, shut your mouth. Mm-hmm. But you know, and then um in your house and WrestleMania arcade game. But I was sitting two, there two games I I I enjoy them because of the box art. Okay, yeah, box art was definitely hot. As soon as you turn the game off, you're like, ah, I'm it's, ready to move well, on. Well, you know what? It's like Battlegrounds. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Because that's what I was explaining to uh, my son. I was like, it's like Battlegrounds was. You know, Battlegrounds was that, you know, that hack smasher or whatever. And that's what WrestleMania, the arcade game was. And um, 
in your house, but you know, we played SmackDown too. You know, we was like creating our players and did the season mode, and I was like, oh man, these cutscenes. Now a lot of it didn't make sense because they were showing you everybody's storyline back then, right. whether it was the user or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, brought back some memories, I tell you. But you keep saying about this no mercy, and I, I mean, I still play it. Don't get me wrong, because the game is nice. I like mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm, Not mm-hmm. you know, I ain't stupid, but I, I just like SmackDown better. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but like I said, I was playing um oh six, um, and I think like I was like, wow, I'm like these SmackDown Raw versus Raw series was great. You know, creating a title. I'm like, I'm almost like ready to get on and do something on Twitch and like every day get to playing and maybe create some wrestling realm stuff and fans. <laughs> But I think the 2K series, you know, 22 was bad, but 2K19 is like a classic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I mean, 20 mm-hmm. was bad, but 2K, yeah, 19 was like, you know, one of the all-time classics. Though. Right. That's why you, if you haven't noticed in WWE, they still got the poster to that one. Like with AJ Styles. They ain't yeah. showing the 20. They don't, they don't want to believe that game existed. But all right, any last thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, his name is Walter. <laughs> no, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just gonna keep you right where you at right now. <laughs> that's what it was. Huh? That was my last thought. Uh, they gave him the dusty. <laughs> no, baby, that's for somebody else. We're gonna keep you right where you at right now. <laughs> Should have kept his name right where it was at. How about that? How about that for a dusty? <laughs> oh man! But all right, folks, we about to get out of here. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate y'all. Until the next time, too sweet. Houston, we have a problem. Yes!